This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Car sales in China were down sharply in April because of COVID lockdowns. According to LMC Automotive, passenger vehicle sales were just shy of 990,000 vehicles, a drop of 43.5% compared to a year ago, and light commercial vehicle sales were down 52%. Combined, the light vehicle market dropped 45% to 1.17 million units. Production was also impacted by the lockdowns and decreased by 44% in April. And while lockdowns did start to ease in the month, LMC says production won't be back to normal until the end of June. But there was one exception. BYD's production was up 137% in April because it's highly self-sufficient in the supply of parts and components. California wants cleaner cars on its roads, and while it's proposed to ban sales of new ICE vehicles by 2035, there's still millions of piston-powered vehicles on its roads. So to help make those vehicles more environmentally friendly, the California Assembly just passed legislation to provide owners with a $2,000 rebate for converting their gasoline or diesel-powered car to a zero-emission vehicle. The SEMA-sponsored bill still needs to be approved by California's Senate. And speaking of lowering the carbon footprint of ICE vehicles, Lamborghini's CEO Steven Winkleman says the automaker wants two hybrid cars in its lineup after 2030 that run on synthetic fuels or e-fuels, which can greatly reduce carbon emissions. But he admits there will need to be government assistance to make e-fuels more widespread. And we've heard similar concerns from other powertrain executives at car companies that say e-fuels will take too long to get to the market and will cost too much to ever eat into electric vehicle sales. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. You're going to see a ton of coverage about Toyota and Lexus all over the media today. And that's because the American arm of Toyota is holding its national press rollout this week at its headquarters in Plano, Texas, with media from all over the country. And here's some of the highlights that we've learned so far. Toyota confirmed that the GR GT3 concept car from Gazoo Racing that was shown in January this year is getting productionized. So we'd expect to hear about an actual production date when the manufacturing engineers get their job done. Lexus gets an all-new RX, the crossover that created the luxury crossover segment nearly two decades ago. It gets an interesting variation on the Lexus spindle grille that blends a bit more into the body. And customers get four powertrains to choose from, including a 2.4-liter gasoline engine, a 2.5-liter hybrid and plug-in hybrid, as well as a 2.4-liter hybrid with more performance for the RX 500H. That powertrain spits out 
367 horsepower and 406 pound-feet of torque and is expected to deliver 26 miles to the gallon. Most interestingly, it has a rear E-axle for all-wheel drive. Lexus also showed us its first BEV, the RZ450E. It's the Lexus version of Toyota's BZ4X. Note that it too has an interesting variation of the spindle grille, but not as interesting as the one on the new RX. One thing that will be different from the Toyota version though is the yoke steering wheel. And this should be better than other yoke designs because it's a steer-by-wire system with only 300 degrees of steering wheel travel and it's speed sensitive. That means you shouldn't need any hand-over-hand -hand turning of the steering wheel. While the RZ450E is the first BEV from Lexus, it says its entire lineup will be electric by 2035. It also showed some concept drawings of what those cars may look like. That includes some very swoopy two- and four-door sedans, which we think look like they were inspired by Porsche's Mission E. Toyota revealed that production teams have been modifying Sienna minivan platforms that can be sold to mobility providers. The modifications include a new vehicle control interface that allows the vans to be compatible with third-party autonomous technology. Toyota has already delivered examples to customers Aurora Innovation and May Mobility. We also got to drive the all-new Toyota Sequoia full-size SUV. And while we'd love to tell you all about it, that info is under embargo until next week. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. The future of Michigan is extraordinarily bright. Um, we have such incredible assets, and I think more and more we're realizing how to put those together in a way that's going to help this state really help lead the nation uh, as we go forward. Here's something we hadn't heard before. Supercar maker Rimac wants to become a Tier 1 supplier. It recently kicked off a new funding round that raised 500 million euro that it will use to speed up development of technology for global car manufacturers. Rimac currently makes high-performance batteries and e-axles that are used by Koenigsegg and Pininfarina, but it also owns Bugatti, has a partnership with Porsche, and Hyundai and Kia gave it 80 million euro to develop high-performance EVs and fuel cells. Porsche was part of this newest funding round, but it also included other non-automotive companies as well like SoftBank and Goldman Sachs. After years of sketches, teases, and tests, here's the production version of the Mercedes AMG 1. For a quick refresher, this is the two-seat hypercar that features Formula One tech, gobs of horsepower, and is still street legal. On the gas side of the equation, there's a turbocharged V6 engine that makes 574 horsepower which doesn't sound all that impressive, but at 1.6 liters, it makes an astounding 
359 horsepower per liter. But it's not done there yet. It also features an electric motor on the crankshaft. There's the electric motor on the electric exhaust gas turbocharger and two electric motors that drive the front wheels. Put it all together and the Mercedes AMG One makes 782 kilowatts or over 1,060 horsepower. We've only just begun to scratch the surface of all the details on this car, which debuts at the Goodwood Festival of Speed later this month, so we'll provide a link to the press release if you'd like to learn more. But since only a handful of people will ever know what it's like to drive that car, let's get back to something a little more our speed. And here's the all-new BMW X1. Styling-wise, the lighting has been thinned out, the twin kidney grille is bigger and a little more upright, and the accent elements around the lower fascia and rocker panels are more angular than before. The interior is highlighted by two screens combined into one curved display, and we'd note that it looks like most of the controls have been moved to the end of the center armrest. We talked about the all-electric version recently, the iX1, so let's fill in some details. It will have two electric motors that combine for all-wheel drive and an output of 230 kilowatts or 313 horsepower and it will do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 5.7 seconds. While no word on battery size yet, BMW estimates range between 413 and 438 kilometers, which is 257 to 272 miles. There will also be gas, diesel, mild hybrid, and plug-in hybrid versions of the X1, depending on the market. The new BMW X1 will start its launch in October. But that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.